Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Something happened just now on the Crypto Talk Radio side, of course, the sister podcast. And I believe it was a great opportunity to discuss the topic of trust. And I'm going to tell a story with this. Trust, I've always believed, is earned. It's not granted. It's not defaulted. It's earned. Part of the problem is society today will not even allow people to earn trust. People lead with distrust and then don't let you earn it. I don't mind leading with distrust, as long as you're given an opportunity to earn trust. So in the workplace, as an example, I'll tell you about my endeavors as my update and spin over to the topic. So endeavor number one, I've said that there's all sorts of issues largely stemming from the, and I don't, part of it's trust, sure, but I don't believe that's the lion's share of the issue. I believe the lion's share of the issue is that they were misled with the solution they have. They didn't understand what it is that they own. And I've come in and I've tried to help them understand what it is they own and I'm earning their trust, which is all I ever asked them. Give me an opportunity to earn the trust. There's still that tumultuous period with certain people who simply do not lend trust very well. And that's fine. Long as at some point they recognize common sense. If I were really there to destroy the thing, it would already been done by now, but I get paid. I get paid very well. It's not as well as it should be, but I get paid very well to provide a quality product. And I just want the opportunity to do it. There's a lot of things in the way. I think we've made a lot of progress and hopefully that will shine a light that the work that I do and what I said I was going to do, I backed it up every single time. I did more work in the now six months that I've been there than the other people that were there for years. That was what I was trying to show them. With the second endeavor, it's kind of different. It's kind of an implied trust. They lead with trust until I give them evidence that I'm not trustworthy, which I haven't and wouldn't. So it's different because now I have to balance one client where they lead with distrust, one client where they lead with trust. I can work in both. I can adapt in situations. But it's frustrating that we're at a society where certain groups of people can't seem to lead with trust or give the opportunity to earn it if you don't. So here's the story on the Crypto Talk Radio side, right? There always are these tumultuous periods with cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is something where you should not trust projects. You shouldn't trust cryptocurrency. You shouldn't trust investments. You should distrust everything you hear, everything you see, except when you see it pan out true, meaning that you distrust it until it's proven. This is hard for people to grasp because cryptocurrency, the projects themselves will tell you to just blindly trust what's in front of you. And when you do that, you tend to get ripped off more often than you don't. I am always skeptical of projects that I deal with. It doesn't mean that I'll never trust them. It means that I want them to prove themselves out before I will trust them with my money. So there was a situation very recently. 
And this was a huge thing. It was en route to making people a lot of money. However, the way that it was approached was very similar to a past situation that went south really fast. They made a critical mistake, and as a result, everything went haywire and it's never recovered. This situation was the same thing. I saw the same outcome <laughs> potentially happening, and I asked the question of a person who was in the know to say, you know, this feels like this is going to go wrong. Are we sure this is fine? And this person, because they're in the know, was assured because they were on a call. The flaw, I think, in that person's thought process was they were on a call with the person that was committing the egregious sin, and that person was assuring, apparently, I wasn't on the call, but apparently assuring them that everything was cool and kosher and it would not fall through. I think the issue is that this person, this group that was making the reassurances, never confirmed 100%, or if they did, they simply blindly trust it without verifying from the other source where the issue fell out. So I'm not going to give specifics because this is not a crypto podcast. I want you to simply focus on the trust problem here. You're dealing with an entity upstream. The entity upstream communicates to this middle entity. The middle entity and this upstream have an agreement that something is going to be okay. Apparently, this is a verbal agreement never put in writing. So that's problem number one. This then middle organization communicates downstream to a bunch of other people and lets it be known. We're good to go. This is going to happen. We're all good. We got the green light. Allegedly assured these people verbally. Now at no point from what I can tell was this assured in writing. Far as I can tell. Might have been, but I don't see such. This then middle organization puts out a communication on social media informing the world that this is going to go forward. This is huge news for them. We're talking to the tune of millions and millions of dollars. And so they're excited, rightfully so. Here's the flaw. Number one, as I said, it appears none of this was put in writing. Number two, this higher level organization, it's kind of been this understanding across the industry that you do not have that agreement unless you have it in writing. And if you have it in writing, you probably wouldn't put it out because you know you have it in writing and there's an NDA and there's all sorts of things that go along with this where it's never assured. And so with cryptocurrency specifically saying, I like to leave with distrust. I like to let it prove itself out. I like to let it wait. I understand their thought process. We're talking millions and millions of dollars and they wanted to drum up interest. Okay. But there's pros and cons. You're taking a risk. You are possibly putting other people's money at risk because you're taking a gamble that everything's kosher when it might not be because you didn't really assure that everything was cool just with the verbal or in this case, through a sketchy tool, let's say, rather than getting it in writing, getting a contract, getting a document that assures that you can make this communication and there's not going to be any flack. And if there is flack, you've got legal recourse. Like I take it as if we're going to have this agreement, I want it in writing and I want it in writing that I can come after you if you violate our agreement that's in writing so that you can't pull a fast one. A lot of these organizations, I think, get desperate. They rush in. And when you rush in, you tend to turn blind to the need for validation. As in, don't just blindly trust. You should never blindly trust anybody. And I don't frankly care if it's a family member, if it's a friend, if it's your partner. You shouldn't blindly trust there's certain implied trust of certain things, right? If you are married, obviously there's an implied trust of the person you're married to. If you have kids, obviously there's somewhat of an implied trust in terms of 
they're living in the home or, you know, going to school. There's certain implied trust, sir. Sure. I'm talking about other levels where that trust is, should not necessarily be granted blindly. It should be earned over time. For example, money management. You might get into a relationship and believe that everything's going to be fine. We'll pay our bills. We'll buy a house and everything's cool. What I would recommend is not to blindly trust when it's something where you're not sure how that person's going to handle the situation. And it may seem like I'm going different topic. I'm not because it's the same situation. Over here, you are trusting somebody blindly because money's involved. In a personal relationship, it's the same thing. When money gets involved, people start doing stupid stuff. This is common. doesn't matter if it's business or personal. So my summary, call to action for you. Don't, in my opinion, don't blind trust anybody. I don't care who it is. They have to prove themselves out. Sometimes people will prove themselves competent. Sometimes they'll prove themselves incompetent. If any of the people I grew up with were listening to this right now, they would probably tell you that I'm terrible with money. I was terrible with money. At the time that they knew me, I was horrible with money. This is true. Now, I think I've done pretty good considering where I am now and the thought process of what I do with the money now, mostly because I see I'm pretty satisfied with the things I have. I only purchase when I need it because there's a gap. I have to prove the gap and there's no other way to solve it. For example, the recording equipment that I'm talking to you on right now. I did have to purchase equipment in order to get the best quality because the people listening to the podcast deserve the best quality. Could I have bought cheaper audio equipment? Absolutely. But then I'm not giving you the best. So if somebody were to question my list of expenses for hardware, they would see a pretty high dollar amount for my podcast equipment. However, I can justify it because I can say, ultimately, my podcast listeners deserve the best. Until somebody hears that message, they're going to question my spend. They'll see equipment that's pretty darn expensive and question it off the jump. I expect them to. And then I expect them to understand there's a reason for it. That takes time. So I don't expect anybody to blindly trust me either. I expect people to question, challenge it, understand it. And as long as you got a good reason, we're good. And then we have an understanding, mutual understanding, about what I'm going to spend on. If I were in such a relationship, I would make it crystal clear. I'm going to buy what I feel like I need to buy. I'm not going to check my expenses against anybody else because I already know what I need in order to do it. The goal would be that we're on the same page with what it is that I do or what I choose to do, my hobbies, my interests, my work, my endeavors. And we should be on that same page with what I'm going to do and why. And it's not a negotiation at that point. It's an understanding. That's different. That is a different layer of trust. Trust in this person knows what the heck they're doing is different than just blind trust that they're going to have your best interests at heart. As long as you understand the distinction between the two, you're going to be okay. A lot of people don't seem to understand that distinction. It's a very important distinction. Don't, in my opinion, don't blindly trust that somebody has your best interests at heart. If they need to prove it out, and that usually takes some iterations, takes some time over time to see that, yes, this person's got my back and I'm not worried about them. This might be something that you know for years. And I think I told the story, in fact, I'm sure I did on an older episode, about the first friend I ever had who ultimately turned around and used the N-word, and this is a white friend, used the N-word in a room full of black people where the room full of black people all laughed. That told me that was the flashlight I needed. I can't blindly trust because if I do that, it's, it's going to pan south. So I don't. Now, you might think that's a very unique one-off situation, no, it's actually very much more common than you might think. The difference is, in this case, 
the person was more outspoken about it than other people might be. In other situations, they keep it to themselves, secret. Which is worse, that they say it out loud or they say it behind your back? I would argue it doesn't really matter. All I'm saying is, I think trust should be earned. I don't think trust should be granted freely. And if somebody betrays that trust, as in they do something where they know they were wrong, and then they want you to forgive them, even though that we know that they're just going to do it again and again, I think you yank that trust and it's going to be hard for them to get it back because people won't learn if you just simply blindly trust. That's why so many people get hurt emotionally. They get hurt emotionally because they have given too much trust to people. It gets broken and then you get affected, not them. That's the thought process. Something to consider. I want a caveat. You are completely free. You are an individual to ignore everything I just said. But I believe that you will be emotionally healthier if you're able to master the fine art of learning when to grant trust and when to measure that trust against actions, as opposed to blindly giving trust and blindly giving faith where it may not be recouped or it may not truly be earned or the person may simply violate it, which means they don't really respect you in the first place. These are all unique situations. I grant this. However, I do believe everybody ultimately has our, we have our faults, we have our flaws, and it's not necessarily true that everybody's looking out for you, even the ones that say that they are. Usually, they might be, or they might be on the face only, and under the hood, they might try to stab you in the back, and sometimes you won't know what's coming until it's too late. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully, it's been informational, educational, and helpful for you. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process that's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.